Hello and welcome to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh, where each week we sink our teeth into a different movie feast. Thank you very much. I'm so impressed. I held my breath the whole time. Uh, what did we watch this week? We watched Logan Lucky. Not Lucky Logan. Not Lucky Logan. Uh, what you're saying. And it should have been called Lucky Logan. You reckon? Or it just rolls off the tongue. Well, to me, Lucky Logan sounds like the fan fiction I wrote about Wolverine and uh, Scott Summers. Is that true? No. Uh, I would have loved to have read that. But doesn't it sound like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe the, the first time uh, Wolverine lost his virginity <laughs> and created clitoral piercings for the first time by accident. Cue theme music! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Logan Lucky, directed by Steven Soderbergh, starring Daniel Craig, Channing Tatum, uh, Adam Driver, mm-hmm. uh, and a bizarre cameo by Seth MacFarlane. And about 50 other people as well. Yeah, it was a true ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Let me do my, let me do my plot summary. Oh yeah, so tell me, Josh, what was the plot? Here is my super concise plot summary that I've robbed directly from IMDb. Excellent, excellent. Um, a West Virginia family man, Jimmy Logan, played by Channing Tatum, teams up with his one-armed brother, Clyde, played by Adam Driver, and his sister, Melly, played by Riley Keough, I'll call her Riley Keough, to steal money from the Charlotte Motor Speedway in North Carolina, which is basically a big NASCAR track. Jimmy also recruits demolition expert Joe Bang, played by Daniel Craig, to help them break into the track's underground system where all the money's is. Uh, complications arise when a mix-up forces the crew to pull off the heist during a popular NASCAR race while also trying to dodge a relentless FBI agent. I think that's a slightly misleading synopsis from IMDb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because of the last bit, the FBI agent. But I think we'll come on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's worthwhile talking about Channing Tatum to start with. Interesting. Why do you think that? Um, because he was definitely the leading man. Like he had the most screen time, didn't he? He had the most screen time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was. He yeah, the leading man, but not the most impressive thing about the film. Well, Chang uh, Tatum, also known for such films as The Jump Street Chronicles. Yes, I do. Twenty two. Do you know they're doing a Men in Black Jump Street crossover? Yes, it's going to be called MIB Twenty Three. <laughs> it's because I think they got the idea from you know at the end of the first one, then they they did the loads of different types of jump streets that they were going to do. Uh, yes. Um, apparently, one of them was kicking aliens' ass, um, yeah. and they've got the idea from from that. Yeah, is that them right now outside? Is that the sirens? <laughs> Uh, I actually can't wait for that because I loved both the first one and the second one of the Jump Streets. Did you? I do, and I do actually. Did you? I do. Well, I didn't like that. It's like the most mean thing. Ever, yeah, I know that was that was pretty poor. But um, I do like Channing Tatum. I think he's he's got it all. Do you want to know an interesting fact about Channing Tatum? His first name's Channing. Uh, that's an interesting <laughs> fact. People call him Chan. Apparently, Chan. that's not an interesting fact. Interesting fact: he was in Ricky Martin's music video for She Bangs. Ooh, baby, yeah, she moves, she moves. That's the one scene. I knew you knew that. Um, you knew that. that is an interesting fact. Yeah. That must have been way before his acting career took off. It must have been, yeah. And it, this is also the fourth film he's done with the director, Steven... Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Uh, Magic Mike. Magic Mike, he did one, yeah. Some one called Side Effects, I think it was. Another one called Haywire. Oh, that Haywire film, yeah. I I've never heard it. of that. But no, apparently it's quite good. I don't know what it's about. Um, no, me neither. About some... Hey, the title doesn't give it away. Some wire. Yeah. Some stuff going haywire. Something going wrong. Um, yeah, it was really good. 
What but, did you What did you think of Channing's performance in this film? It was great. He can do a good southern accent. Mm. I've been wanting to do a southern accent all this time, but I feel like when I left the cinema, I could do a good one because <laughs> yeah. I've just been listening to it. Now all of like, I think all of the accents were really good. Hey there, rubber ducky. <laughs> <laughs> do you know where I got rubber ducky from? From um, Goldmember. Oh yeah. When. Uh, Oh, what's he doing? Yeah, when uh, Dr. Evil's running away with the Preparation H bomb. Yes. And he's in that dick shape. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, here's Reverend Ducky, I'm coming in. No, 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 no. But I can never do the quote. So yeah, yeah. Sign, is that there? Um, yeah, but the, the thing was, it wasn't just, obviously, Channing Tatum was the main character in this, but this film was basically, they even quote it in the film, Ocean 7-Eleven. So it's a heist film. Yes. And just like Ocean's Eleven, there's loads of people involved in it. But because it's not with loads of super cool trendy people, it's just with a bunch of like bunch a bunch of yokel locals. I said that the wrong way around as well. Local yokels. Some focal never eat a squirrel, but then some focal like Cletus the slack George yokel. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? No, I got it down. <laughs> Simpsons. Um, yeah, uh, it's just there were so many people, and my biggest criticism of this film is that uh, there was loads of really great actors and they were so underused. Yeah. So we're saying that synopsis at the start, main problem, chased by an FBI agent, what, in the last 20 minutes of the film? And not really hounded in the way the word chase suggests. I know, I know. She kind of gave up after about five minutes because they'd done it so well. Yeah. And it was Hilary Swank. Un- unused in this film and un- un- just should have been... Academy winner Hilary Swank. Yeah, she's great. She is great. And actually her performance in this was kind of OTT yeah um, I think she just needed to be noticed because obviously she was in it for about five seconds I um, think it was done on purpose I think she was quite almost camp in this film in that she was so we've got to get them I can't believe they've gotten away with this yeah lots of um, small. I'm doing it to you now you're trying to do smoldering eyes but yeah. the fact is your eyes are always that tiny <laughs> so it's like this is, this, you're always smoldering I don't know whether I'm bringing my top eyelids down or my cheeks up <laughs> 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 uh, so, so she was she was um, not not used to her full potential in this. No, and actually, I don't think Channing Tatum was because he was excellent in Foxcatcher. I've not seen that. Great, he's really good in that. Need to watch it. Um, and actually, even in Magic Mike, his physicality and he's in prime physical condition. Yeah. In that film, and actually, none of the actors were in this. They've all got a bit of a tub. I think we are, we've got to apologise in advance for this episode because we are recording it in Brixton, hence. Fire, no, not fire, Seth. police sirens every five seconds. Seth Landon. I did get my jabs before crossing the river. <laughs> Tosser. Um, but there was other massive actors in this. There was Adam Driver, who yeah. is obviously huge right now because he was he's Kylo Ren in Star Wars and he's also known for girls. He is known for girls. Um, I think some people quite fancy him from his role in Girls. The character that he plays, I've not seen Girls, but apparently the character that he plays in Girls is is, is a cool dude. A sexy one. Mm. He's got massive ears. I don't know if you know this. Oh, no. He's yeah. got... Um, he just has quite an odd face. Big nose as well. Yeah, he's got a very... Um, what's the word? Striking. Uh, striking, yeah. Very striking face. But the funny thing is he plays an army vet. Yeah. Quotes, army vets in this movie. But he was also a marine himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was going to go up to Iraq, but then he cracked his sternum in a bike accident and couldn't go so I don't know if he ever actually actively served, but... Yeah. That sounds like the most painful thing to break. Right in the sternum. I mean, you could break your balls, does that not? Um, sternum or balls? I'd go for sternum. Yeah. I'd break my sternum twice before I'd even graze <laughs> <Consider>. my balls. <laughs> You've um, all done it before. Yeah. 
Uh, also, probably the most unconvincing brothers. Oh, them two? Yeah. Well, I thought you were talking about the uh, the Bang Brothers. Doesn't Bang Brothers sound like a really weird porno? What's Bang Brothers? So, you know, Daniel Craig. Awesome oh, Joe porn. Bangs. It was Joe Bang and his two yeah. brothers. They're the Bang Brothers. Yeah. Daniel Craig, great performance. I thought he was the best thing about this film. Yeah, because it's so different to what you see in that. It's like... Exactly. And it's... he reminds you that he is actually a really... He's a great character actor. Mm-hmm. And he wants to be. Yeah, um, but he's very typecast because he's so ruggedly handsome and muscular. Just the most piercingly blue eyes. They are. They are. He just... looks like a White Walker. Disarmingly blue. Maybe he is the 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 White King, the Night King. Night King, yeah. Stephen, I don't know. Or is there? There's a meme going around at the moment saying, "Why is everybody calling him the Night King? His what if his name's Stephen?" Terrible. He does this thing, Daniel Craig. I've noticed it's all, it's almost like a trademark of his. If you go back and watch his films, mm. um, any of the films that he's in, he does this thing where he's he sort of struts and he walks and he's always looking around as he's walking. He's always looking off into the distance and sort of checking out the area. And he does mm. it in so many films. I noticed he did it in that god-awful... Um, what's that Philip Pullman film? Oh, The Golden Compass. Yeah. He did it in that, in the four seconds he was in that film. He does mm. it in Skyfall. A lot, and as James Bond, he does it a lot. He does it in... Um, uh, Layer Cake? Yes. Is that the one you were thinking yes, of? Yes, it is. Um, and he does it in this, when he gets out of prison. He does that, the, his... the classic Daniel Craig as he walks towards the camera, camera out of focus and then comes in focus and then just walks around. off just looking around. He's going to give himself whiplash if he keeps going on like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, best thing about this film, as soon as he came on screen, I, I thought something exciting was going to happen. Super watchable, wasn't it? Yeah, I just love Daniel Craig. We mentioned him so much in these... We've done four podcasts and I think we mentioned him in every single one. Probably, yeah. Um... Yeah, love him. There was I, also um, the sister, Melly Logan. Yeah. Played yeah, by Melly. the girl whose name I can't pronounce, Riley Kiel. Riley Kiel. Do you know who she's the granddaughter of? Uh, no. Elvis Presley. No way. Yeah, yeah. Her mum is uh, Lisa Marie Presley. Huh. And Lisa Marie Presley also used to be married to Michael Jackson and Nicolas Cage. So how wow. she has grown up to not be completely not a psychopath. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I think she is. Yeah, I mean, they're not her dads, but obviously they were stepdads to her at one point. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's so a it's, mad... It's kind of crazy. That's... that's Yeah, you, she must be a little bit... Unhinged. Yeah. But her, So I, I was trying to think of where I've seen her before, and the only thing I can think of or when I was looking through was Mad Max Fury Road. She was one of the... Um, oh, right. The, the beautiful ladies. Oh, is she? I forget her name. I don't know. Um, I didn't think she had a lot of... Stage presence, really. No, but that's what you get these days, isn't it? They don't really write great parts for women. For beautiful women. Not in, women, not in films like this. But she did kind of have... Um, it was almost like she was trying to one-up the, the really dumb father-in-law, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah, and she was always doing one over on him. But it was like... Um, he was trying to say to her, oh, yeah, you should, you know, come to my car lot. I'll sort you out with a really cool car. And you're a woman, so I know what I'm talking about with cars, and you obviously don't. And then her warning up on him on cars was saying, well, I would get the V6, I'd get a V8, and I'd get it in a stick, because apparently you can't drive stick, which is what Americans call manual. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think it's slightly different. It's like this stick that literally sits behind the wheel, but... That's um, in automatics. In American well, automatics. I'm completely wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that just doesn't seem like enough knowledge to one-up someone on. Well, it's I like think saying, she... you should get a fridge. Well, <laughs> I would get a fridge freezer. 
combo. <laughs> I think yeah, a lot of a lot of this film, their their heist was successful because of a lot of coincidence. Like she drops that in there well, to you influence that guy. The name of the film. Well, was Logan, Logan Lucky. Lucky. I mean, it's a lot to base a heist on, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, they were just super fucking lucky the entire uh, way through. Yeah, there was a lot of I sort of questioned people's motivations in this film as well. Mm. I don't know why they went through the trouble of it all. Yeah, because at one point it seemed like he'd just given all the money away. Yeah. Give, like they'd done the heist and just given the money back like there was no point and yeah. but like uh, so the director Steven Soderbergh he I think he said he retired from directing after yeah. he directed um, Behind the Candelabra and that was in 2013 and then for some reason he's come back and done another film and he's done Ocean's 11, 12, 13 he did Traffic he did Erin um, Brockovich and he is one of ten directors to have had more than one film nominated for Best Picture in the same year and that's for Traffic and Erin Brockovich. In fact, he won the Oscar for Traffic for Best Director. And he didn't win it for Brockovich? No, but um, what's her name? Ginger Lady. Julia Roberts. Yeah. Yeah, got it written down. Julia Roberts won Best Actress, I think it was. And Benicio Del Toro, who was in Traffic, Traffic. won Best Supporting Actor. So, obviously, two great films. Yeah, he's, I quite like his films. This felt like it was a... a it felt very Coen brothers it did a bit but was that not because it was set in like South America like the deep South America it's not that deep West Virginia's no it's not is it's it it's east it's pretty much eastern it's North Carolina isn't it it's not South Carolina it's West, or... West Virginia take me home yeah I was getting really confused by that anyway my geographical knowledge of America can be edited out of a podcast can it ring 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 so this uh, the film was written by a debutant writer uh, uh, someone called Rebecca Blunt did Rebecca Blunt sit and watch Ocean's Eleven <laughs> and then watched um, oh what's that Coen Brothers film Oh Brother yeah something like that I bet she just watched that and went whoa match up and then well apparently she's not real it's a pseudonym for we don't know no I don't know who <gasps> she is no one knows some people say it's Soderbergh himself Really? Some people say it's his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the actors were convinced that it was a real person. They'd like shared emails and things like that. Yeah. Um, Anyone could make an email. We've got one for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this movie notch at gmail.com? <laughs> kind regards, Rebecca Blunt. Um, yeah, so to, to make a film, I thought it was a, a, a decent attempt uh, at writing for a first timer, which leads me to believe that, uh, no, it wasn't. Um, some Rebecca mm. Blunt who didn't wasn't wasn't present in any interviews or any um, promotion or even the like the, uh, the what's it called the premiere yeah can't believe I forgot the word premiere then. Um, so I don't think she's real and I think um, I think it was probably Soderbergh himself mm, clever sod yeah men stealing jobs away from women in Hollywood again what's going on <laughs> if I was to have a, a pseudonym it would definitely be a woman yeah I'd just be I'd be so much more interesting if I was female yeah what would I call myself? Um, Michelle. Michelle Blunt. You could be in um, Ghost in Michelle, the game. Ghost in Michelle? Yeah, you could be one of the answers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, was, but there was tons of other actors. Um, if anybody's seen Parks and Rec, Jerry from Parks... You've not seen Parks and Rec? I have, yeah. Yeah, Jerry from Parks and Rec was his, his boss at the digging site. 
Oh, yes. Where he let yeah. me out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie Holmes, isn't it? Apparently. And that was originally going to be Catherine Heigl. Which oh, she yeah. had to drop out because she got preggers. Apparently she's awful to work with. Catherine Heigl. Really? I mean, she's yeah. not worked for a long time. No, and I think it's because she's got a bad name. Probably. Um, I think when she did Knocked Up, she drove everyone crazy. Seth Rogen said that um, she was a nightmare. Really? I mean, don't quote me on this, but no. that's what uh, that's what I've read. <laughs> More uh, false news. <laughs> yeah. Um, Seth MacFarlane was in it. Ooh. With a terrible British accent. Well, he normally does like quite yeah. a good one with Stewie Griffin, but then again, it's a very posh one. You, you just, I thought he was shitting this. Yeah, a, a pointless character, I thought. Yeah, and that's the thing, when there were so many big characters, like he was, um, well, he wasn't a driver himself, was he? He was just like the guy who owned the driving company. Was he? I don't know, I couldn't tell because... You don't see him behind the wheel. No, no, but you saw, again, another big name, Sebastian Stan, who was in it for probably on screen time a maximum of two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, another pointless character, Leanne Rhymes featured for a few seconds. When? She sang the... Um, oh, God. America that, the Beautiful. That does um, crack me up, that all pomp and ceremony with um, NASCAR. It's because we're not, we're not American. We don't have... The level of patriotism. In fact, I don't think many British people have much patriotism. I love the proms. <laughs> uh, Especially when it's Tinchy Strider with an orchestra. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, and I love the pomp and circumstance of all that. Um, I love queuing. You like queuing? Yeah, I love queuing. I love the post office. I love the NHS. <laughs> yeah. It's all I mean, the that's, that's, things. That's... Gin and tonics. But in America, it's you love NASCAR. Well, this definitely this part of America. You love NASCAR, the army, and fighter jets, and guns, and guns, and hunting, and hunting. Look at all our prejudice coming out right now about a six. It was a six hundred mile race. Yeah, I was actually researching a bit of NASCAR because I'm like, what is the difference between NASCAR and just regular racing? And it apparently stands for the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing. So I'm like, what the fuck is a stock car? I think it's literally just the car straight from the factory. Oh, right. But that's very misleading because back in the day, that's what it used to be. But now, about 70 years later, everything gets modified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, was, I thought, what's the point? Because you literally just go round and yeah, round yeah. in circles all the time. They what? go round and round in circles so much that they actually put weights on the left-hand side of the car. Oh, yeah. That to, makes sense. To, to make it more, I suppose, more downfalls. I don't know anything I about it. I reckon that. like... It's, it's like my uncle used to say this joke about how mountain goats had two legs short on one side. <laughs> That's a great joke. My cousin believed it for ages. <laughs> um, they do 400 laps. I don't think they do them all in one go. But um, yeah, but like when you watch it closely, because I thought, what's the point? It's just going around in circles, but those cars are so close together. Yeah. All the time. And they're going God knows how fast. Well, have you been on the M25 before? It's exactly the same. Yeah, but you don't go that speed on the M25. You go about two miles an hour. Yeah, so. that's true. Bit different, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's apparently one of the biggest races, the Coca Cola Six Hundred. Wow. I know. Um, I would, I would. Would you go to one? I reckon it's a bit like cricket, where you really just, just go, go there to get pissed. Get pissed up. Mm. Um, would I go to one? I don't know. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know who was a really good actor in this? No. The little girl. Oh, what was her name? I don't know. Um, yeah, she was fantastic. <laughs> she was fantastic. Uh, it's really a, believable. It's her first. Big movie, I guess. Probably, because she's like, what, nine? Yeah, she yeah. was great. Uh, she was really natural. Like, every time you see a child actor, you're like, ooh, get ready for it to be crap. And then, no, she was just, just awesome. How have children become better at acting? They've surpassed adults now with, with Stranger Things. 
Some of the oh, best yeah. dancing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. And now, um, and now this this young girl, she was great. She was really good. And she was played the just the weird stuff they do with child pageants. Yeah, the the child, child yeah, that was weird. Oh, it's so freaky. Um, that's a big thing. And actually, at the end, I think they sent a good message because she says, "No, I'm done with all that now." Yeah, and then instead she wants to. What was it? She wants to become a, a baker. Yeah, I don't know. She's she's a, a into the culinary arts, is what she says. Yeah, yeah. That's what I pretend when I go and uh, stuff my face with terrible nachos at the cinema. Oh, they were the worst. These the, we had we had nachos at the cinema, and they were the worst nachos I've ever had because yeah. the nacho cheese was not even melted. <laughs> Why would you have nacho cheese? It's like stabbing at fat. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, you're and right. and the salsa just tasted wrong, and I had sour cream and chive in it. It just didn't taste like anything. It had no flavour. So a Mike and Josh movie nosh top tip is don't order nachos at Odeon Cinemas at the moment. No. We we'll recommend Odeon Cinemas to change their nacho selection. And also, if they want to send us a limitless card at the same time so we can review all our movies at the cinema, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't it be really nice? That would be fantastic. And then we can let you know, listeners, when to purchase the nachos. Because I will still buy the nachos. <laughs> we will take that bullet. Yeah, until... Um, yeah, I'll just have Stockholm Syndrome by the end and be like, buy the nachos. <laughs> that Channing Tatum has great triceps. I did notice that because I had I did I did tricep day on Tuesday. Yeah, you said you did bicep and tricep day. At the same time. Which is a terrible idea. I'm trying to tack on mass. Yeah. And so, so you're supposed to do like biceps and uh, chest in okay. one day and then you're supposed to do triceps and something like back the next day and you're supposed to do leg and abs the next day because you're just supposed to work alternating muscles at the same time really yeah because you just I'm end just up absolutely creamed yeah I, I can't touch the top of my head at the moment <laughs> try it but I'm trying do you know me but I'm uh, I'm just trying to focus on, on arse and triceps really I think those are just <laughs> you've got a great arse yeah but imagine how good it could be okay fair enough you know yeah. this untapped potential in that also I have a pair of wedding trousers that I need to fit into <laughs> in October not for my wedding I don't think the nachos are going to help <laughs> You're absolutely right. Maybe I should cut down on the nachos. We digress. Um, um, so, the plot uh, yeah. of this film, two things annoyed me about it. One, um, I thought it was really slow. There was times I was like, the pace of this is just slowed right down. There were scenes where they were just walking around the corridor and there's no music playing as well. And when you kind of notice that there's no music playing, you're thinking, all right, this scene's got a bit boring. And it felt like that to me through maybe two thirds of the film. Mm. It just felt slow. It felt like nothing was happening. My other problem was that it felt like the plan was way too smart for them. I'm like, these guys are supposed to be kind of dumb. Yeah. I don't understand that they could have come up with all these really cool little ideas. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. The first 20 minutes were really slow. Yeah. And the last 15 minutes, I suppose, the third act was pretty pretty poor. It did make it, it felt like it should have ended before Hilary Swank came into it. Like after they dropped it. Didn't, it. Yeah, but it then didn't. It was that. weird. Yeah. The ending was just awful. Yeah, again. Because right at the end of the film, they're all in the bar, they're figuring out they have got away with it in the end, they've got some monies, and then Hilary Swank's at the other end of the bar, and Adam Driver turns around and starts speaking to her, and you think, right, well, obviously she's going to rumble them now. It's... The film ends, and nothing happens. Well, they have this, they talk about the um, Logan family curse, don't they? Right. And I think that's just basically saying, because what's his face? Channing Tatum was a NFL 
not an NFL, but it was an NFL potential yeah, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he was going to get big, innit? And then he busted his knee. Right. Um, Adam Driver was about to, on his way back from Iraq, lost his arm. Right. Um, and then this is basically, and I think Adam Driver's character says that just when things are going right, something bad happens. And I reckon this is what, that they just harks back to that, basically. They've got their money, they think they're scot-free, but no, that's the Hillary thing that's Swank. It wasn't obvious enough to me. Maybe I'm just being dumb. No, no, I don't think it was. There was quite a lot of um, exposition in this film in that they would they would sort of explain what was going on. Yeah, because there was a bit at the end I didn't understand, like where the the bin lorry driver came from, and I want to know. Did yeah, he... who was that? Just some. It was it was what they call um, a Deus ex machina. Oh yeah. Which means um, God in the machine. And the best example of this is when you watch the film Dodgeball, you know, right at the end of the film, you're like, oh, everything's lost, but it turns out that um, he's put a bet on the match and won loads of money, which has saved the day. That's a day ex machina, which means that basically God has intervened and all of a sudden everybody wins. Yeah. All the good guys win. Yeah, yeah. And that's what that guy was. He's like, wasn't in the plot all, never mentioned, but for some reason there was this magical secret this is what guy. I mean. it's just, there's a lot of convenience in it's this. It's lazy storytelling. This Rebecca Blunt is... Uh... Is it's no wonder Steven Sonberg didn't want to put his name to it because oh, yeah. to be honest, I, I I thought it was a bit of a well, it wasn't a terrible film, but it wasn't great by any stretch of the means. I you will see this reflected in my Poppadom rating later. Wow, mm. excited for the Poppadom rating. I can't. I'm still undecided as to how I felt about this film. I think like normally we leave it a day, don't we, before doing the podcast, and you, your thoughts and feelings change a bit. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll feel differently tomorrow, but. At the minute, I wasn't super, super in love with it. I was quite frustrated with it a lot of the time. Yeah. And uh, I think maybe the nachos had something to do with that. It probably a little bit, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, that's fucking nachos. Um, I the other thing, what I got the chance to do was on the way to the cinema is listen to the soundtrack. As I said, it's a bit of a mixture. It's a bit of a mixture of like Hillbilly Banjo. A little bit of a mix of like very early rock and roll. Bit of a mix of like bluesy rock and roll. Um, Sounds good. Which I really like. Yeah, no, honestly, listen to it on your way back home tonight. I, I will. You would rather enjoy it. And then I'll have some absolute corkers like um, Fortunate Son by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Brilliant. Okay, so I have a pop it on rating out of 10. I think I would give this film a 6. Yeah. Um, I thought the standout performance is by Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. and it's exciting to see him in another role other than Bond. Although I love him as Bond. Oh, yeah. I thought he was great. I thought um, Channing Tatum was... I think the character that he played was could have been anyone. Didn't have to be Channing. Yeah. Um, uh, Do you not think Channing Tatum would put on weight for this role? Yeah, yeah. I think he was a little did. bit podgy, wasn't he? Yeah. In, in a, not in a bad way, but I think he, he meant to be. It's just what I mean. Like, there's just, um, I think this, this film was kind of a, a, a day off for a lot of the actors. Yeah. Um, Daniel Craig didn't have to be in peak physical condition. Neither did Chang Tatum, unlike in Magic Mike. Um, Adam Driver lost an arm for it. For <laughs> yeah. Uh, Straight thought, weight loss, really. I'd give it a six. A six? Um, I thought Daniel Craig was great. I thought that a lot of the ensemble cast didn't need to be as famous as they were. Mm. Um, I thought the, the script was good-ish. Mm. Uh, far too much uh, happenstance, though, for it to... Um, yeah. And not as funny as it could have been. I thought the no. comedy wasn't... Um, I thought the film thought it was funnier than it was. It was pretty funny at certain points, wasn't it? 
Yeah. Like the bit where the um, he put the bomb in the tube and it shot back out. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, and then there was a, there was that reference, the Game of Thrones reference. Yeah, it seems so out of place though. It does seem out of place because the the it's yeah. I think it's because I mean that joke is going to age, right? Yeah, but I think Game of Thrones is going to be so big that even in ten years' time, people are probably still going to know of Game of Thrones. Yeah, but not twenty years. You reckon? Yeah, I mean, imagine something like that in the Italian Job, probably the greatest heist film of all time. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't it, happen. You shouldn't have put any kind of cool. Yeah, but that whole prison thing again, just I don't know. It was it was daft. I I can't decide what to give it. I'm my gut says to give it five, which for me is like quite a low rating. Yeah, like, like I said in episode one, I'd say a decent film, not only six and above. But what I liked about the film, which was basically Daniel Craig, um. And that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't outweigh the things that I didn't like about it, which is the bad pacing. The, yeah, awkward. awkward. The lack of any character development, the complete... Un, no, how would you say it? Un, uh, all these great actors that were completely unused, and yeah. the plot just didn't make... At one point, I was like, I don't really understand what's happened in mm. this film. I don't understand what's in part. So, you know what? I'm going to give it a five. No, a five funny. is poor for me. But the fact it's not a four is just because it's Daniel Craig was so good in it. You think he rescued it? I think he did. It just it was it was watchable to a point, but I was bored. I thought the characters' motivations were were. Yeah, you got fired and you wanted to make some money, and for some reason you had this amazing plot, amazing plan from nowhere. That some kind of Mensa person would have probably <laughs> figured out, but for some reason Channing Tatum could. Yeah, then even Daniel Craig's um, character could have been more manic. Yeah, but again, Daniel Craig, his character was so smart, despite the fact that he was from a really dumb family. Was he? It's like, oh, he yeah, never his explained were... why he was so smart. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Anyway, five poppadums out of ten. I'd say it's good for a Sunday afternoon watch. Yeah. If you're not actually watching TV. Yeah, one of those ones where you're too busy <laughs> playing on your phone. Yeah, exactly right. Cool. Or when you ask someone to come over to Netflix and chill and really not that bothered about what you're watching. Oh, yeah. Because it's not going to get to the end. And thankfully, the end was so poor that you wouldn't want to get to the end anyway. Right, let's play the game. Are you excited? I am so excited. Always excited. I've been a bit unwell this this week. And you know what's gotten through me through this week? Knowing that you're going to play the game. Yes. You wanted to pick up a device that electrocuted you for this game. Not just for this game. For all the games. For every game we play. Mm-hmm. I'll try and get one for next week. Oh, oh right. I'm, not, I'm not here next week. Actually. I'm in Scotland. Oh, we need to think of stuff. FaceTime. <laughs> um, anyway, the game this week, hosted by me, Josh, is called Slogan Lucky. I like it. You know, always with the puns. What is... I'm sure you're about to tell me. What is what? What is the what is the premise of this game? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say what's well, a slogan and like a slogan no, no, is a no, catchy no, line no. that corporates used to. Yeah, is it, are you going to get me to guess? I am going to give you some slogans and, and you have to tell me the brand. I am going to be so bad at this. But what I'm going to do is the listeners in a second will hear a um, a countdown timer style music thing to add extra intense levels of intensity. Um, which you can't hear because it'll be added afterwards in post-production and um, you're going to have 60 seconds to try and get through as many as possible as many as Papa Dumbful to get through as many as possible 
How does that sound? Oh, it sounds tense. I you got the idea. Yeah, yeah. Give your slogan. Guess who it is. I think most of them are going to be easy because I did have to pick them and go, uh, yeah, I know that one. But others, maybe not so much. I think it was a mainly American website, so we might struggle in that sense. That's fine. Okay, right. Stop. Watch. I want 60 seconds on the clock. Do you reckon 60 seconds? I don't know. How, how many have you seconds? got? How many? Oh, I, have, I have a total of 400. 18. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Give me 18 seconds. I'll smash them. No, <laughs> Shut up. Right, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, three, two, one. Just do it. Nike. Think different. Uh, think different is... You can pass if you want. The pass. Uh, because you're worth it. L'Oreal. Yep. There are some things money can't buy for everything else there's... Anal? <laughs> Mastercard. Yeah, there you go. Um, every little helps. Uh, that's Tesco. Yep. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Maltesers? Almost. <laughs> uh, Aero? Nope. Oh, I don't know. Pass. Uh, m and Dutch technique. Audi. Yep, I'm loving it. ba da ba 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 McDonald's. Yep. Maybe she's born with it, maybe it's... Maybelline. Impossible, there's nothing. Adidas? Yep. Keeps going and going and going. Duracell? Uh, almost. Uh, Energizer? Yep. Uh, you looking at the sheet? No. <laughs> the happiest place on earth. Angel? <laughs> uh, Barbados. <laughs> Disneyland. Uh. Have it your way. Angel? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Pass. <laughs> Burger King. Enjoy. Oh. Oh. You got through. Like you got seven points. How do I turn this off? Like that. Yeah, seven points, and you got through thirteen of them. Okay. Do you want to know what the rest were? Yeah. Life's good. Uh, LG. Yeah. Uh, connecting people. T-Mobile? Almost. Vodafone? No. no. O2? You're not going to get this. It's Nokia. <laughs> oh, oh, God, yeah. I should know. Um, the Mint with the Hole? Uh, polo. <laughs> You're going to say anal, weren't you? <laughs> 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 um, my favourite, makes quitting suck less. Read? No. Some job thing. No, Nicorette. Ah. ah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. So you did all right. Seven out of... 13, 13, even though there was 18 in total. You said you wanted 16 seconds. Fucking Billy. That was a lot harder. What were the ones that I missed? Um, Think Different was Apple. Oh, I just hate Apple and everything they stand for. So. Yeah. Melting did... your mouth, not your hands was M&M's. M&M. Um, I think that's all. Yeah. Uh, you got Energizer instead of Duracell. I they did say Energizer. Brands, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Energizer's buzzy. Energizer bunny. I can enunciate. Happiest place on earth was Disneyland, yeah. Um, have it your way is Burger King I would have said Subway that's a much better slogan for Subway yeah because they don't they say your sandwich your way or something I don't know whatever it is obviously I'm so glad that you were playing that game not me um, that's a great game and that do you know what would have made that game better Electric Shock Electric Shock we'll have to do that next week then Uh, so that's the end of this week's Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh. Thank you to Michael for participating in this week's episode. And thank you to Josh for also participating in this week's episode and for doing the great quiz. Yeah, we'll do another one next week. Um, as always, you can find us on iTunes as well as SoundCloud and uh, a hell of a lot of other podcast apps apparently because I keep randomly seen our name pop up in different ones like Player FM is one. Oh yeah. Pocket Cast I use are on there as well. Um, for some reason we're not on some of them but 
God knows how you figure out how you get on them. It's really random. Anyway, just look for us on yours. And if you can't find us on your podcast app, I don't know how you listen to this right now. But also let us know and we'll see if we can get ourselves added on there. In the meantime, you should probably follow us on Facebook. Definitely follow us. Forward slash Moving Osh with Mike and Josh. You can find us there. Loads of great bands, as always. Um, you can find us on Twitter at forward slash Moving Osh. You can find us on Instagram at forward Moving Osh as well. Uh, but what would really help us at this point would be if you um, rated and reviewed our podcast for us on iTunes specifically because uh, that makes us look really popular and cool, doesn't it? Just like secondary school all over again. <laughs> and also the same on Facebook. You can review and like us on Facebook. And just add all your friends in because I'm fucking desperate for followers at the moment, if I'm being honest. <laughs> let's, let's not joke ourselves. All three listeners have enjoyed it so far. But, uh, That's true. I'm lying. We've had way more. We've had over 100 listeners now. Really? Yeah, seriously. We're doing well. People like us. They really like us. In fact, we've had listeners in Japan, Ukraine, South Africa, Germany, and the UK that's the one I was forgetting wow I know we're doing alright we need to stop being so racist in all of our yeah podcasts. that probably help <laughs> it's all you isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. bloody yeah, ginger yeah. anyway uh, thanks again for listening and we will see you again next time yeah Mike do you want to say goodbye goodbye goodbye